0: Hey guys, this is Tina B. And Charmaine G. We're here to talk about the messiness of life. It's
1: ugly. And it's raw. It's real. And it's a freaking game. It's whack-a-mole. 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 This is us. And our gift to you.
0: Hello. Oh my word. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Whack-A-Mole. Welcome, Wackos. Wack off, Wackers!
1: Oh my gosh, Charmaine is full of piss and vinegar today. So here's the thing, like you can take it like you want it. Like, I thought that was genuine. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing, I love our Wackos. Last week, a huge spike. Yeah. A huge spike of, they're cool, happened. They're way cool. What makes us so cool from the week before till now? Like, what do you Cause think Cause I think we was? dropped a
0: guard at some, I think if one of us is guarded about something, mm-hmm. but we're wanting to talk publicly about things in this f- platform on this yeah. forum. Yeah. Um, but if one of us is guarded, it just takes the whole ship down. Yeah. You know, I, th- maybe that's a strong metaphor, but it, no, I think it, imp- it it's, Impaling
1: yeah, you feel like you're tiptoeing because you don't want to like you don't know all your audiences out there and You don't want to offend so you limit your who you really are, right? Yeah Okay,
0: but well, this I really believe and you would I'm sure concur with this uh-huh. That the reason we wanted to do this was exactly that we wanted to be able to talk freely about our experiences and our differences and this shit show and the suffering and the good stuff and the bad stuff and not be, um, guarded about it.
1: Yeah. I mean, for me, the whole purpose was to not feel alone, Mm -hmm. try to understand what life's about Mm -hmm. and what's, what the hell's happening through every one of our days they change. So often life happens Mm -hmm. and to not feel alone and not to let other people feel alone. Even yeah. if it's like a story we're sharing or our opinion or get this shit. What do I do with this? Okay. So I'm just going to do a prelude before we get raw and dog on this. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you audience. I have never Liar. cut. okay I've <laughs> I want to say the F word so bad right now. It's such a temptation. Here's the thing. For like 11 years, I have to admit to you, I was in a box and I never... Really, I limited um, expressing my emotions through cuss words and it was out of respect for others. And I am more intelligent and I am not ignorant with the use of words. I could u- select so many words in the, in the English language, maybe even foreign languages, to tell you the truth. I totally could cuss you out in Spanish, too. The thing is, is that I was acting on emotions last week. I, I would love for somebody to count how many times I def- dropped the F-bomb a lot is that what spiked our freaking rating the f-bomb
0: yeah Uh, i don't know if that's what spiked it but i think that we were willing to talk about politics something Mm. that we were um feeling a lot that the whole country is feeling passionate about even still uh that and then um just being vulnerable and letting people know that you're not perfect and we're not perfect. For me, I don't think swearing the f-bomb is. It's a strong word. Yeah, for it is. sure.
1: I'm gonna start using bloody and there's because oh, okay. that's the f-bomb in English. And there's in the, in the, um oh yeah bloody bastards. There's,
0: uh, Sean just brought a bell in here and I'm scared.
1: Is that the f bell? <laughs> oh, like every time oh. we say that. <laughs> <laughs> I like I love
0: it. it. Okay. So, I think. When I use the f-word, it's like I love vocabulary and I love words. <clears throat> I love the You're dictionary. Very I smart. Lo- thank you. You're welcome. I love the um I love the art of words. Mm-hmm. I like stringing them together, all of that. I kn- part of it is I want to say my heritage. You know, growing up back east in an Italian family, the f-bomb was I mean, it's far more prevalent now than it was like in the 70s. Sure. But we're loud and like ra kind of people and yeah, all that. Yeah. Um and I know that if I use the F bomb in a certain situation, it's like a punctuation for me. For sure. It's
1: <laughs> It's not a comma. It's, not
0: it's a It's not, period. but if I say, you know what the f I mean that that gets somebody's attention. Yes. That means oh she's serious. It's an expression. Yeah, it's like it's like a and
1: it, you can use it in all kinds of different ways. But you can't use it in all different kinds of ways. Well,
0: it right? does discount one mm. when it's overused. I will say that there, and I know when I feel like often I know when that's happening to me, when I've said it way too many times because it loses its punctuation. Yeah. It yeah. loses like, its I power. You. I
1: love you. Yeah, and like, guess what? I love you fucking too. And oh! whoa! I One. knew it was going to happen. Sorry, mom. <laughs> um. So the reason why I bring this up, Tina, is because I was beside myself last week. Um, she was
0: beside me. <laughs> <laughs> Saying the F word like a lot.
1: I, and she, I'm i not going <laughs> to lie to you. Before I even said it, they could feel what I was like vibing. Yeah. I came in and Tina's eyes was like, oh, hey, hey, <laughs> you good? You good? Yeah, you? What? <laughs> Uh, you know, and moving on, I was topped over. My life was compiling and piling and piling and piling personal work, personal work. And then all of a sudden, all of this refinery or feeling, um, that I had to present myself in a certain way. Like it came down to a head of, i am human and i'm gonna react
0: how freeing is that
1: oh my gosh i'm not gonna lie to you it was so freeing i went home and i wanted to carry that out i have to admit though that's not exactly who i am so i can't maintain that image it's not about an image for me because the next day life was different and it got better and it improved in some of those situations sometimes in some it hasn't Mm -hmm. but I managed my emotions better. I'm communicating clearly. I shut down Mm -hmm. and all inhibitions, all thoughts were about my emotions and I'm not going to lie to you. It may happen again because I am just the same as anybody else. I I am. There's nothing wrong with that
0: though. And that's a perfect segue into what we're going to talk about today. Um, We're going to talk about finding your voice and I, and sometimes we're just chugging along connected you and i even mm-hmm. if we haven't made mm-hmm. a connection because when i brought that up we started talking about last week's episode why the spike why the why the um all the attention why the f bomb why, why did you have that mood what was going on and it was really about you finding your voice so am i right true. so true now so you found it but that doesn't mean i heard you say um Going right into like therapist mode, like my junior <laughs> therapist
1: Simeon I'm not
0: qualified. I'm just making an observation uh, that it it sounded like um totally lost my train of thought. It sounded like you um felt bad about like losing your shit like you just said and then and it might happen again and you don't have to when you lose your shit it doesn't mean that you're just lost in shit forever uh, it just means this is where it's at right now Yeah, we talked about some some uh important stuff last week and you had
1: passion about it i did so um because i'm i i'm fed i was fed up i mean not only about like how to manage uh like my kids and their what they're experiencing and the restrictions and Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden i mean that's just one little pebble Mm -hmm. in someone's life and it affects it all yeah oh yeah oh yeah i have fears ever. my thing is is why i kind of regretted and i came to you today going uh, i wish that i could have done that better I'm now looking at it as, in a sense, to where it's a vulnerable. I put myself in a vulnerable, vulnerable position to hear feedback of "you're better than that" mm-hmm. and judgment and all those things. I, I hate that phrase, by
0: mm-hmm. the way. "You're better than that." I don't.
1: I, I don't. I heard it like all the next day.
0: You're uh, better than. I that. don't like that phrase. I don't. And who is, whoever said it to you yeah. to say that to you? I, I'm not. I don't know who it was, but when I hear it, I'm just like, "Don't I?" I know my worth. Yeah. I know my worth and I, I kind of know what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, maybe in my 20s, I didn't. I mean, I was falling flat on my face daily in my 20s, making an ass out of myself, mm. you know, trial and error. Okay, try this. Okay, probably won't do that again. Um, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing.
1: Now I have a but baby. You- <laughs> no, I'm just
0: kidding. Well, right? <laughs> well, but that, and even that changes things. You know, you get a promotion at work, you go into a different, you know, and, and when I moved from the basement, um, doing the liquor alcohol inventory at the country mm-hmm. club and I moved into that office that overlooked the 14th hole. Big change. I, oh my gosh. But I wasn't a different person. Yeah. I like. That. I was still... You know, I like. I that. was still you had from lived Jersey and I was you. still a single mom and yeah. I was still somebody who, you know, would drink a cup of coffee at nine o'clock at night and fall right to sleep. I mean, I mean that's I, who I, I, I was at that, that time. That's exactly who I was. Um, and just because I moved into the office up there didn't make me change. It yeah. f- screwed with my head a lot. And I think other people's expectations of what I should be f- at that point changed too. Yeah, And that's way too much pressure that's that that's i don't it's all the other people's eyes you asked me to do a job i'm doing the job yeah. now i don't want to hear you talking about me cutting my hair i don't want you telling me that you think i should wear more makeup i don't want to you know i'm clean my you know i, I get my job done but there was an expectation that came with that um with that job and
1: standards upheld. behold i yeah, get that I, and i value it's that it's bullshit I, well I played for I'm a while, gonna, but I'm going to be devil's gambit on that. So the thing is, is that... What did you just say? The devil's what? Advocate. Oh, I thought you said... <laughs> the devil's you gambit. A gambit? <laughs> I'm going to be the devil's bitch on this one. <laughs> so here's the thing, Tina. I do hold myself to a standard. And the reason is because i out of respect for myself. Um, one of the biggest things that I pulled out of the last week's... <laughs> version of myself is that i i am human i uh i limit myself on being vulnerable and that's what i think everybody really does and that's how it's hard to find your voice because of fear fear that you're going to get rejected fear that you're going to offend someone fear that you may uh, misrepresent Mm -hmm. yourself fear i mean like all these issues of why don't we have a voice like Have you ever thought about that? I have thought about that
0: Uh because at my age, I think about things like that. I think about how I may do something and go, I know that 10, 20 years ago, I probably would not have done that. Mm. I would have kept my mouth shut. I would have sat down. I would have whatever the action was. I think about it a lot because I have a lot less fear. And yes, all of this is fear-based. All of this shit is fear-based because maybe one person would, um... okay, let me give you an example. Ooh, I love these. (laughs) I, last night, I belonged to this group on Facebook called It's an Italian Thing. There's a couple of Italian groups and they like share recipes and talk about like growing up Italian and it's just, it's a Facebook group. That's cool. Is so on that and when I, like that? no, no. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, but last night I posted a question when I was young, growing up in the Bronx, I came from an Italian family. Okay. My mom and my family used to put cinnamon in the ricotta cheese wow. for lasagna. That's the way I grew up eating it. Okay. I get that maybe to somebody else, it doesn't sound that appetizing, it match, but yeah. it, it, that's the way we grew up eating it i had not had regular lasagna without that till i was probably 12 or so okay Interesting. yeah it's that's like very, peanut butter
1: and chili i know mm.
0: it's good though i believe so you. i posed the question has anybody heard of putting cinnamon in the ricotta for lasagna that was exactly the exactly the <laughs> yeah. question you
1: want to know if you're on an
0: island or not <laughs> yeah what'd you get what would you get first of all if i pull it up right now they're still typing shut the heck up 2100 comments <gasps> you're so cool what the oh, heck? no i'm not yeah, if you i are. could channel that into what we're doing here then yes i would be very cool <laughs> steer your italian so way 2.1 <laughs> uh, k comments and counting and shut almost f- I, 493 when i just looked uh reactions wait a minute to this one fucking question (laughs) (laughs) i yeah i I love it Uh, to this one question Uh and i gotta tell you the reason i brought this whole story up is because i never post in that group because
1: one other time i
0: posted in that group
1: Uh uh-huh you got i got
0: please
1: people are mean
0: (laughs) Italian people are mean. (laughs) So I guess it's an Italian thing to be an asshole on Facebook. So, okay, now you know me, right? I read like four or five that were just they were just not nice Mm. comments like not just no it's a yes or no question you deleted your post no I said you fucking bitch to this lady (laughs) (laughs) and they kicked me off Facebook so I haven't been able to post last night so I okay so if you want to call that finding your voice. Mm-hmm. I've really thought about this today because I keep going on Facebook to try to like something. Of I can't even respond to any of these people. I, can, I, can, I can't at all because every time I do it, they say, we shut your ass down. <laughs> <laughs> you are not allowed to post on Facebook. I'm not allowed to like anything. I'm not. I'm in Facebook jail. <laughs> okay. Wait, so I Did so they put cinnamon in the regatta? It's a fucking simple question. I mean, these people... <laughs> i'm actually gonna paint my that pants on air. <laughs> these people are passionate about their ricotta cheese they probably talk about the way i say it right now because if you're really authentic it's like okay. you know and not ricotta because that's very american <laughs> so i found my voice i'm like i'm gonna ask this question man i yeah. was really like you know it took a minute for me to move past the fear and be vulnerable in front of these well, now we know more than 2,000 people that are in this group, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I do that, and they're just slinging mud at me, man. I, and I'm too sensitive with shit like that. Yeah. And I think I'm a little old school, too, in that um, I'm a shit talker. Don't, there's no. I mean nobody nobody who knows me listening to this is going to be like I'm not
1: gonna say but I am a you're a truth I'm not going to say you're a true I sayer. am. And I have a lot you of compassion like for people is. too. Yeah.
0: I do have a lot of compassion for people. And you
1: deliver it well. I'm not going to say that well, you pull you. punches and you go full blood Italian and what you're no, representing. No, but I would never but say some of the shit they're saying. Well, they cuz they're behind the screen. They're well, never
0: going well, to come to that so cowardly for one. Mm. And two, it was just so amazing to me that i was thinking this little phrase in this little group mm-hmm. got this much attention mm. okay so i found my voice i did that there are different places where you find your voice too mm. there are in thinking about this today you have a voice in your relationship mm. you have a voice at work correct you different have audience yes you have a voice socially with True. your peers on social media, you have a voice. So, what?
1: How do we. Family.
0: How, oh my gosh, your voice in fart? the family. I did.
1: I'm sorry. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> hey.
0: Charmaine said the F word. You need to tap that twice.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, so, I have to really quick though. You had said the word sensitive. Yeah. I'm pretty sensitive to that when people's feedback. You're yeah. sensitive to that. That right there is the number one. I looked this up, and I completely agree with this. We limit ourselves because we're insecure. Mm-hmm. You're sensitive. You you're insecure with making comments because of rejection or any feedback that could be negative, because you're already putting yourself out there in a vulnerable position. Mm-hmm. Sensitive limits ourself. But you oh, know what's thanks, you know Sean. what's funny
0: is that it, it, is that. Your mind will hijack you. It just hijacks you. Totally. It does me. And and I don't even really, like, I have to really sit back and sort things out and figure it out. Well, that's where addiction comes in because I don't always <laughs> want to do that either. I'm a hider. <laughs> I, I avoid. <laughs> I'll just do a shot and it's over, you know. <laughs> I feel like There's no need to figure it out ever again. Confidence.
1: <laughs> okay, we're going but back. But now, Remember the, that word. yeah, the,
0: now... Different things motivate me, obviously, at my age than it, what motivated me um, 20 years ago. I often didn't speak up because I was scared of not being liked. Like when I mm-hmm. funnel everything mm-hmm. out and, you know, you have all these different levels. Well, I, I was afraid you would say this. Okay, well, what does that mean? Well, I was afraid mm-hmm. that maybe you wouldn't want to be around me anymore. Okay, one more level. Well, I'm afraid that you won't mm-hmm. like me. Like mm-hmm. bottom line. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's always fear of something. Mm-hmm. And it's usually fear of other people's eyes. Right. Because mm-hmm. you want to
1: belong. You want. You, yeah. Yeah. You want and them to like you. And,
0: it, and when you're young, when I was young, belonging was uh, being a part of a tribe, whatever it was. Yeah. Was Even very the bottom important. Fears. Yeah. Very important. Yes. And it's very hard to get to in middle school and <gasps> high school. Those years are just devastating. Oh, my God. So you snuff out your voice. At least I did.
1: And you do things that you would probably know that it's not the right thing to do just for acceptance yeah and then that kind of deteriorates the like the self-worth thing too because yeah. you're like oh shit i did that too and guilt and shame just piles on it all centers around your self-worth don't you think you're in yes. your security of yourself yes your fear and the talk the little man he she in your head i don't know mine's a Bisexual, but anyway, Sean's <laughs> eyes. And that's our next episode. Sean perked up on that. <laughs> wow. That is freaking funny. <clears throat> so I want to say though, back to your people that we serve, you know, and and who are around, family, work, voice, um, things like that. I have to say to you, this topic was asked at the very beginning of launching the podcast. Mm -hmm. Hey, I really like your podcast. You know, I'm really thinking like it would be a good topic to talk about finding your voice. I'm like, interesting. Tell me more. Why, why do you, she goes, because she clue, she, Mm -hmm. and I know who you, I know you're listening. Colette. Mm -hmm. Um, because having that confidence to speak your voice, maybe even stand up for yourself Mm -hmm. in certain situations, What that does for you? Why do we do that? Why is it important to have a voice?
0: If you're asking me, as as you're talking, I'm thinking about. uh, You know, I I, I don't want to blame my parents for everything, but it's really all their fault. No, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just (laughs) saying. I'm a victim. I'm sure that my kids probably everything's my fault, and I'm all right. I signed on for
1: that. Yeah, I I did. I signed that. I'm not going to give my kids that freaking excuse. (laughs) Hell
0: no. So. But when I look back, I remember in my generation, okay, and not just my parents, everybody's parents probably, or many parents, um... I, my voice was being squashed like muffled uh-huh. you know children to be seen not heard Shh, be quiet, quiet get away from the table let your mother mm-hmm. eat don't talk to her don't like you just constantly being bullied as i look no, at it now no, no no i agree you know so i agree so, don't so, be selective with your words you're <laughs> absolutely correct so when you do when you do that to kids and you stifle them and shut them down it may not take their voice away completely, but it muffles it to the point that they take that into school. They take that into all of their social interactions. They take their, their voice somewhere else. the sandbox. Exactly. And then <clears throat> without that, if I'm stifling Samantha's voice all the time, which I kind of want to, you know, <laughs> like if I want to just put a sock in it, you uh, know, um, I'm... I'm letting her know how disinterested I am in what she has to say. Mm -hmm. And I'm also passively aggressively letting her know that only my voice counts and not hers. And that's a bunch of bullshit. When you think about it, it's subliminal. We do that. We get hijacked. Parenting will hijack us that way
1: too. Is that not true? What I know I do to my kids when I, I can see it in their countenance, Mm When I may not have the time or the patience to listen to the repetitive, the same record player, the same thing, that they already feel that insecurity. It's almost like they're, I think we're a little bit born with like trying to find our own Mm -hmm. worth because we don't believe in ourselves all the way. I just sealed the deal. I sealed that mother deal. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Come on, say it. Sorry. No, fuck. (laughs) No. Charmaine's now going to be sparing with her F words. Sean, you're sleeping over there. Ding. Come on, man. Uh, Yeah, I said, mother, and then I said, oh, fuck, no. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like,
0: this is struggling. So (laughs) you're 100% correct. So if it starts with us when we're little, Mm -hmm. that shit gets muffled and whatever, then you kind of um, go out into the world and try to make a name for yourself and have a voice for yourself, Mm -hmm. Um, it's difficult. So with my daughters I probably will get just well I don't care. I <laughs> my parenting is not always you know super in line with, with it's not it's, cookie cutter. No, for sure. it's not. It's not. And I'll tell you why. First of all I have more compassion and I've set out to be a, a different kind of parent. Mm. So with that being said, I um I do things that are less conventional. I like to, um, I like to take a break <laughs> and come back. I like to leave you in suspense. We'll be back. All right,
2: join beers. us for the next
0: half. We're on a roll. Woo! Hear our voice.
2: This is Whack a Mole with Tina B and Charmaine G. Raw discussion about the messiness of life. We're gonna take a quick break. And we'll be right back with more Whack a Mole. We welcome you back to Whack a Mole: raw discussions about the messiness of life. Now, here are your hosts, Tina B and Charmaine G.
0: Hello, we're back. Okay, so we were talking about where does this come from? Is that was that the question that you posed? Why
1: do we need a voice? Yeah, or wh- yeah, why do we need a voice? What's important? For us to find our voice, I mean, because you can find it as a youth if you have good parents that cur- you know cultivate that and nurture that, or you actually may be snuffed your entire life and told to be quiet. When's your turn? You don't know when your turn is, and so you literally don't have evolution until you're a mature adult. And is that a top off kind of a moment like I had last week, to where you just you just Bleh, and, regurgitate yeah everything. yeah and yeah. then you're like oh shoot i'm regretting all of that being myself and finding my voice and all those things to where then you're having kind of a, a lived experience that you don't ever want to visit again well i yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean i i think i Why can only draw hard? on my own experience and what i observe of um the young women in my life okay i have a 22 year old and a 15 year old and i bring my daughters into it well because a who they're wonderful people Mm -hmm. (laughs) but they're also women that I'm observing up close so if I am there are times where Samantha will say to me just the other morning we got in the car and she was like I was like can you you're not being very nice well you're not being very nice like it was one of those it was a you oh. shut up no you shut up kind oh. of a thing oh. yeah it was one I'm of your those mom. where we went back up. see and i will pull that mom card out and she'll call me out on it sometimes Ooh. oh so because so, you're a mom you can be rude and i can't she's got a point <clears throat> true now how i handle that from that point on there's determines a dynamic for sure. Like if I just said, "Oh, you're right. Okay. Just treat me like an asshole and it's no big deal." Yeah. It's not going to go down like that. It will never go down like yeah, that. Italian. It's just it the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, I listen to these girls and I listen to there's frustration behind not being able to have a voice. And I, I can recognize that because I recognize it in mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. So if I have no, it's like somebody standing in front of you when you're ready to leave the room, but they're blocking the doorway, and every time you try to get around them, they're like they're just and they won't let you through. You and so what do you do stomach. exactly? You, now you Junk. now Junk you're punch yeah that you're shit, like can you please let way. me out? I'm going to be nice three times, and then after that I'm probably going to come at you like a fucking Wolverine. Right. You know
1: the taint and move out of my sure, way that, exactly. <laughs> so there's some frustration
0: with that so i think it's very important that we encourage our children to have a voice then there's you know i look back and i go okay well then there's like there, there's also a, a level of brattiness that kids will get where you're just like shut that shit down you, you just go to the grocery store because well, that's you'll see a that teaching shit opportunity there, too you
1: know? i mean, cause- you on your notes it right says when to listen mm. to because it's a it's a fine line of when to be open and when to give like it, because i believe that i can be influenced by my kids uh for example uh my son you know, he's he's in a growing i alpha stage, 11 years old. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's crucial mm-hmm. for an 11-year-old boy. Um, And his kids, they're cussing, they're doing all these things. And I want to sit there and go, <clears throat> hey, hey, do you kiss your mom with that mouth? Mm. You know, listen to me on air. <laughs> okay, so I can be contradicting that. Mm-hmm. How am I going to teach him? This whole do as I say, not as I do business. Is that not the truth? Yeah. So... I can be very influential of how I choose to express myself. Now we do, we haven't advised like the adult content stuff for a while. We should, okay. Adult content is happening. We're adults having adult conversations. So my thing is, is that my son looks at me so sweetly and innocent after probably having, you know, hours on the PlayStation of cussing and, Mm -hmm. and he looks at me and says, it hurts my feelings when you cuss mom. And I believed him. And I thought, oh, I could do better. I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. And my actions aren't perfect. But I influenced my son. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Mm-hmm. So when do I listen? I listen to a child. I listen to my employers. I listen because it is valuable feedback. Even when you're expressing your opinion to be also on the receiving end of it too. Of- it's h- listening is
0: hard for me. i mean it really is i got it if i'm being honest which i mean i have to be
1: it's hard it really is i've experienced this with you tina b is that you've expressed you know out of reaction out of emotion and i said well what about this or have you looked at it this way and i like you've been very respect, receptive of it, but then I've also been taught by you too. So I think the relationships there, mm. like we've built that. It's mm-hmm. not like something that, um, you do overnight. Mm-hmm. So you're very influential to me. Oh, you really are. Um, one of the Look things for me is, to
0: manipulate that situation to its fullest. I'm game, Stay tuned. I'm
1: not like, I I've, I've, been, I'm, warned. I'm, <laughs> I've been warned, <laughs> um, why? Is because I've seen you stand up for yourself and, and your values and respect. Even if it's things that you're trying to learn, you're asking questions. Is that expressing your voice? It's not just about opinions. Mm-hmm. It's that it's like being open minded and saying, help me understand why that's happening or why did you say that to me? I'm not okay with that. You're, that goes
0: back to our boundaries conversation. Mm, remember, mm-hmm, making mm-hmm. those boundaries, setting the boundaries. You you take a risk, man. It's a huge risk if you make a boundary with a super sensitive person, or if they're feeling just super sensitive in that moment, and depending on the content and whatever. Or they you know, think case they're by case, authority over you. Yeah, and then you make the boundary, and then they they. You, it's a huge risk because you is. don't know what's going to come swinging back at you, man.
1: It's like—did um, you just put a target on my it's, back? It's, you know,
0: it's like I think about the ape shitting in his hand and throwing it at the at the zoo, <laughs> throwing it at the window. And my st-
1: ape, <laughs> my ape ate the shit and then threw it up and then ate the threw up. I watched it That's for disgusting. like forty five minutes at the well, Denver Zoo. We really, really went off topic uh, right there, but
0: it's disgusting. Yeah, but I think about that. If you sling something, you you know you have to and my husband taught me this, and this is like a biblical reference. When you, when you make a boundary with somebody or you are disciplining your kids, you have to show an increase of love Mm. after that. So I try to keep that in mind in many situations. If I can remember, distinctly remember, finding my voice was during a time that I, it was when I, uh, I got sober, Mm. excuse me, I have a frog in my throat. throat. I see. It. And I was able to rah, <laughs> <laughs> I was able to start I found my tribe with that. And in that tribe Who I was found tribe? just other people trying to do the same thing I was trying to do, my right. sober friends. You know, all people just in their early 30s, just, you know, working on a career, trying to stay sober, drink, getting jacked on coffee till 2 a.m. I've told you that before, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. there's so I found a tribe where I knew my voice was safe for a long time. I had placed myself in situations and in relationships where if I said if if I voiced my opinion, no pun intended, Mm -hmm. um, it may have been squashed down. So Mm -hmm. what happens when somebody does that, you kind of back off and you go, okay, I guess I'm a big fat dummy. You're not gonna do it again. Um, Now I've learned to steer more clear of those people. I'm baffled by those people. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to communicate with them, so I just sort of steer Mm, clear away from them. Go right ahead.
1: I have that experience quite often in my job Mm. as to where I express knowledge It's not even just my opinion. Sometimes I express facts and uh, there's a lot of voices at the table and there's a lot of influential people at the Mm -hmm. table to where you do get, you can get drowned out. So if I feel like it's very important and it can give like solid direction on something, I have to muster the courage up again and again and again and say, this I know. And here's why. It's not just about like the first initial oh absolutely it's the why so i think when we have the audience be it work uh peers friends uh lovers uh, children all of the things that we're involved in our in our entire lives is the why is so important when you're voicing your opinion mm-hmm. like hear me mm-hmm. and this is why <sighs> and back to our kids
0: because now i am I I have two children. One is 22. She's an adult. Yeah. I don't talk to her like she's a freaking kid anymore, and she doesn't talk to me like and that's I'm a mom. but you're doing
1: your job. Yeah. You're
0: creating another adult. You're creating yes. another person. Yes. So to have that rapport throughout, mm-hmm. there has to be that give and take. Yep. So from having f- being some I would not have started a podcast if I, d- I love talking into the microphone, I like you and I having a conversation, but not really anybody else has given me too much feedback. So I mean, I, they might yeah. be going, "You're a an idiot," and and don't make I can't those hear because she's
1: sensitive, <laughs> I <can't>. guys. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I, you know, I'm, and then if you think I'm an idiot, then change the station or whatever the channel True. or whatever. You know, don't you don't have to listen. I got off track there. I know that. I drew people into my life as an adult because I was still trying to, um, I'm not going to articulate this very well. When I was talking a couple of episodes about being in that dysfunctional relationship and if I said, I'm so stupid, there's the voice in your head that says that. Being in a relationship, th- that relationship, that voice was out loud. He would just agree with me. Yes, you are. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and pounding, here's all the reasons a lack of why. confidence right.
0: over and over and, so and over again. And so you don't have a voice at right. that point. Then right. you're letting somebody else speak for you. So having learned that, I don't, I would prefer to pass along to my children, to these beautiful humans I've been given the privilege to uh, influence that you do have a voice and mm-hmm. it does matter. And mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if what you're saying doesn't count for somebody else. And we can't be accountable for somebody else's feelings being triggered by the things that we're saying. We can be sensitive to that. But for me and my personality, I can go completely off the board with that and mm-hmm. become Uh, all about not hurting some you know swallowing somebody else's fear and living in their fear not being offensive and and that's you don't have a voice you're you've lost your voice when you're influenced by somebody else's fear
1: yeah and a lot of it is that we're trying to accommodate other people when we may not have a lack of confidence i wanted to share a story with you that just totally resonates with it has to come from you Mm. comment Mm -hmm. other relate you know the dysfunctional relationships can smother your parenting your history of parents can smother you as a person it has to come from you the voice does and it has to have a reason okay like if you don't have the why behind you having a voice like because i need to have results i need to have like to be heard that sense of like awareness and confidence in yourself has to come from you so I was out of town this last weekend and I wanted my toes. Nails were horrible. Like <laughs> your hooves. <laughs> <laughs> seriously. Seriously. They hurt, man. Mm-hmm. I was letting them get too long mm-hmm. and it's not like I pamper myself, but I said, I'm, I want a pedicure. What do you want to do? I want a pedicure. I want you to go with me. Ah, uh, yeah. So that's not my thing. Yeah, I get that's not your thing because you're a manly man and you're freaking hot, man. <laughs> and here's the thing, though. Like, why isn't it your thing? Because people are going to think less of you. So you got my little chirping voice, mm-hmm. like tearing away that, like, you can do this. I want you to do this with me. Mm-hmm. The the selling the idea. Did you want him to have a pedicure? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Like, I'll sit there. Not with just you. sit
1: there reading Yeah,
0: Cosmo. Because I've at, had the, the experience
1: okay. and he hasn't. Mm-hmm. And so I was saying, you... It'll be one of those, I promise you, it'll be one of those that you look back and go, why didn't I do this sooner? (laughs) Because in my mind, Mm -hmm. I've done that. Mm -hmm. So why isn't anybody else going to do that? Because I've done that, right? (laughs) Nope. So I'm trying to build his confidence of convincing him to get a pedicure. And he did. He pulled the trigger and he was like, yeah, why not? Like, what's it going to hurt? Nobody's really going to see me and make fun of me. Could you imagine if like
0: four of his buddies
1: walked in there with their wives or something? He, like he literally was about, I mean, he's a manly man, yeah. right? He's a manly sure. man. Sure. They all are. Please don't see me sure. in. Are you manly? <laughs> I totally think you're a manly man with <laughs> mm-hmm. with this story i'm gonna tell you what i watched in the experience of he has two ingrown toenails um because okay, th- let me close my eyes and get a vision okay, cool. okay go. everybody visual this so i'm watching this i'm so excited because my manly man went all a little bit down and wanted to appease me and please me and he's sitting in the chair and we're strangers nobody's never gonna see us again so be free is what i'm thinking like lay it all out there on the mm-hmm. table he had sheer like tense and fear in his eyes watching this person massage his feet and i'm reassuring him the whole time this is feel good here like here's a massage chair but like, he's got a all scowl the whole time well like this fear <laughs> like yeah like i'm not comfortable <laughs> i am Aww. so uncomfortable right now right and he was doing it to please me and I'm wanting him to have that joy of like, I do not regret this <laughs> in any way. <laughs> my feet feel like pillows and I please my woman and she's right. I wanted to be right. Of course. So I'm sitting there watching this scowl manly man look of, I am doing this for everybody <laughs> except for myself. Right. Mm. And I picked up on that pretty quick of I'm not comfortable. I'm like, Hey, you okay. You good. Hey. What do you think? That's fun, huh? You know, my little like reassurance talk. And uh it's not it's not hitting the charts. I can just see it happening. And all of a sudden I'm like, Hey, uh just to let you know, he's got a couple of um hangnails that are deep and th- they need to be removed by a doctor, right? And she, you could tell she was like a Dr. Pimple Popper. Like, she wanted oh, to get at those hangouts and into cut that, that they shit They want to do out. that. You come to me. <laughs> yeah. She's like, no, me like it. I want it. You me, come I, to me.
0: I, said, I do that for you. And
1: I'm looking at him going, are you going to tell her? Are you going to tell her, like, don't, that hurts? Or are you going to say something? And he was just like, like, not even regarding that I was saying stuff because he was just dead focused on her digging that tool in his hangnail over and over and over again. I'm all like, yeah, say something. Like, are you going to say something like tell her, tell her. So I started teaching him how to talk. (laughs) So (laughs) tell her, tell her, (laughs) tell her it hurts. Tell her. Cause I could see that he did not want this to happen and he was going to let it happen. He was going to let, because he lost his voice. Uh He didn't have one over the smallest thing and put himself in the most uncomfortable position that he could ever put himself in and watching him let her hurt him over and over again. And I said, tell her that you want to go to a doctor. So he didn't for like 20 minutes. I watched her grind it and I'm like, Hey, um, so is it bad? Like, what do you see there? Um, you know, maybe a doctor should do that. So I started giving him like practice on what it looks you like in front of You started giving him a voice. Yeah. Well, this is what <laughs> it looks like, and you're the you're the gonna regret this if you don't do it. And so I'm like, tell her over and over and over again, tell her, tell her, what, say something like you don't want this. Say something mm. over a hangnail that he should get done. And he said many times, "Ow, ow, it hurts." <laughs> That's not enough <laughs> voice right so i look at him and he finally said like i don't know how proud i could say that i really was when i heard him say yes i'm gonna let a doctor do that really soft and gentle it's respectable too i mean
0: when you when we know what it feels like to have somebody just to just be a doormat for somebody to wipe their dirty ass door you know and then we know what it feels like and then when we see that in somebody else, and he could have we taken know what care that feels that. like. And it's, it's hard to respect somebody that doesn't have a voice. It's hard to, I, that's too harsh. I, no. I didn't mean it no. like that. That it's is hard.
1: so true. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Sean knows. Okay. I just it didn't want to sound harsh
0: and I wasn't saying anything you about. You become a doormat. You do. And you, it's not respectable. You, no. So when you can't respect somebody, what happens to the relationship?
1: see and Greg then you would got never i dog yeah. by you going hey don't let them disrespect you you're yeah. not a doormat yeah. say something yeah. you don't want it say
0: something and then it's what comes b- after that what's the emotion then comes anger because you've betrayed yourself which we've also talked about mm-hmm, on this podcast mm-hmm. and so how do you defend yes. that you steam stays where it is yep. it
1: maybe even lowers yes. and you the cycle continues yes I give you this example this is so good for me <laughs> I give you this example because this was about a hangnail Okay, ingrown. an ingrown, yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. An ingrown nail. Imagine on a higher caliber of fathering, um, being present at the table with decision making. I mean, you yep. you're a doormat. No mm-hmm. one's going to respect you, right? Mm-hmm. This ingrown nail in scenario. She he said it, and I was like, "Good for you, babe. Good for you, babe." <laughs> and then she kept digging. She kept digging and then Mm. I thought, Hey, he told you what he wanted and he, he said it, he said something and you could see that like, he just went right back into that recluse Mm -hmm. kind of a thing. And I said, say it again. She didn't hear you. She heard him. Say it again. She didn't hear you. So you do need people in Who your life. Who is this to woman? Kind of, her name was Tway. <laughs> she actually was really cool. But in all actuality, she wanted to freaking dig that ingrown tone out. She knew they she could it do up, it. Yeah. She knew that, she, I mean, she said, you do it, doctor. The doctor cut all this out for you. I'd do it for you right now. Mm. Tried to sell him on the idea again. And I said, say it again, Jer. Oh, no name dropping. <laughs> say it again. Say it again. Tell her what you want. Tell her what, mm, you, like. And he did. And I thought. And she backed down mm. and I thought, how did that feel? How did that feel? Cause he has another experience that is just hard to watch. Yeah, yeah, Right. It's yeah. hard to sit there and watch because he just doesn't have a voice because he's so accommodating to other people. Mm. And he's such a good man that you almost want to say an ingrown toe now versus a fucking bully. Yeah. <laughs> you know that sure. is so true it has to come from you people it does and we have to teach that in the
0: home because it's so our homes are so influential mm-hmm. the people that have been entrusted to us to raise that's a what an order
1: what a big responsibility oh, and my a word. blessing it is a it,
0: most of the time, don't get crazy. I mean <laughs> <laughs> I love my children. Seriously. But I'm gonna I if we're being honest, you know, I um Samantha. Wakes She's me teaching up. you, man. She is teaching me. And she likes to wake me up on my days off to ask for trivial stuff. Um I don't know where that, that just came. I must have been holding on to that since That's yesterday. Your voice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have to teach Them that the girls know who they are. I've watched them struggle with not saying something. I've had my kids come to me and go, "I really," because I'm like,
1: "There's a huge difference of that." They the hands of that, but I, they're
0: not anywhere like it takes maturity too. It takes experience. It takes (laughs) growing up and years to go by. Cause I could tell them till I'm blue in the face, but how do we learn? Practice, practice, practice. By experiencing it and going through pain. Pain is the motivator of all. So I can say this, this, and this, and they're like, Oh, I wouldn't, why would you do that? Oh my gosh, I wouldn't do that. And someday you will do that. I'm, I'm just here to tell you that At some point, you're going to make the decision to do that because the decision you're making right now, at some point that has to become more, yes, it becomes heavy, like the scales start to, you know, then you start to go,
1: wait a minute. I would rather be happy than this. And we're supposed to change. We're supposed to grow as people by experience, by time. Mm -hmm. Um, I asked you the question, why is it important to find your voice? And, and related to that hang, ingrown now, why is it important? I think that it's important
0: for us to have our own voice, to grow a voice, to um, nurture a voice, because it's our individualism. It's who we are. It is our right as a human being to have that individuality.
1: And every time... You find your voice, whatever your audience is, work, family, and it's appropriate. It's not like you're bullying. It's not like you have to be heard. It's appropriate. You, the number one reason why it's so important to find our voice is to build confidence Mm -hmm. in ourselves
0: there's an evolution that takes place during that too Mm -hmm. with everything that we've talked about boundaries body image all of this stuff there's an evolution that takes place and when you evolve even just the smallest bit you start to attract different people in your life is that
1: not the truth it's
0: so true and you start to even operate at a different frequency So so i
1: have to say this episode is so valuable to find your voice and to be honest with you, don't be a fucking doormat. Don't be
0: a fucking doormat. (laughs) (laughs) We love you guys. I look forward to hearing from you this week. Happy week.
1: Love you. Bye.
2: You've been listening to Whack-A-Mole with Tina B. and Charmaine G. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Watch us on YouTube and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us next time for, well, whatever may happen with Tina B. and Charmaine G on Whack-A-Mole.